this is Tosha, and you are tuning into the Supernova Tosha Show podcast, the show that addresses social issues and how it affects our community. And what is the social issue that we're going to be addressing today? Well, it's the holidays, holidays 2023. So um, basically what I want to do today is as we wind down to the end of the year, um, you know, I can't help but reflect on some of the events that took place that shaped the ideas, thoughts, and outlook on the future. Um, so let's start with, uh, January of this year, 2023. Um, so my thoughtful neighbor had bought over something called Soup Jumu. Um, Soup Jumu is the significance, the significance of Soup Jumu and its connection to the Haitian independence. They hold great cultural importance for Haitians as it is traditionally consumed on New Year's Day to commemorate um, their independence from the French colonial rule. So this soup is made with um, squash and it also has uh, beef, it has carrots, it has cabbage, it has you know, pasta or noodles, um, potatoes. It has just like various types of fresh vegetables, uh, different herbs and, you know, uh, a lot of spices. And it's a reflection of the historical context of Haiti, formerly known as Saint Dominique, um, which was under French occupation and heavily reliant on the labor of enslaved Africans for its colonial economy. The cultivation of squash by enslaved Africans during the colonial era is intertwined with the origins of soup jumu. Um, so when you start your year off with soup jumu, um, you're supposed to have good luck and you're supposed to have blessings throughout that year. And so um, during the, uh, the colonization, <laughs> This is what happens when you have a lisp tongue. Um, when the uh, French people occupied um, what we now know as Haiti, only the aristocratic or the elite people were able to part partake in the soup jumu. So, um, but it was the the enslaved Africans um, in Haiti were the ones that were making it. They were picking the squash and all the herbs and spices that go into it, and they were making it. However, they were prohibited from having the soup jumu. Only the um, the elite people, the French people, uh, the the, col the colonizers, they were the only ones that were able to have it. So when they had the the revolution, and um, you know the Haitian people were able to drive the French out of their country, they celebrated with having soup jumu and. Um, from what I'm told <laughs> is the ration, the reason why, um, you know, they have, they have Sujumu at the, uh, first day, which is January 1st. Um, and that's supposed to bring you good luck, good luck for the entire year. Now we'll, uh, roll down to February and with February, what do we think? We think of romance. We think of Valentine's Day. Um, and if you know the history behind St. Valentine's Day, it was not a good day. However, uh, historically, um, you know, we have turned it around to where, you know, you have Cupid and you believe in love and you show love. But for, you know, we did, we do have Valentine's Day, but, um, 
February is when Russia declared war on the Ukraine. Now, the United Nations has condemned the invasion of Russia into the Ukraine and demanded that Russia withdraws because um, his, what, what they're saying is that no one's going to win this war. Russia's not going to be able to win. Ukraine's definitely not going to be able to win. Um, so we don't know why Putin is still there. It is now December of 2023. And... Russia is still there and fighting with the Ukraine and, um, you know, Ukraine is uh, not giving up. They're not giving in. So, you know, we're sending not just the United States, but uh, other countries are also sending aid to the Ukraine. Billions and billions of dollars are spent on, you know, are being spent on this war. And um, it is started in February and now we are in December. We're rolling into a brand new year and still war so anywho i like to think of valentine's day as a day that we celebrate um our loved ones and um you know we do it in different ways you don't have to go out and spend a ton of money you can um you know do something um original i like original thoughts you know things that are more original if you make something or you plan um a spontaneous day out or do something where you don't have to spend a lot of money, you know, yeah, okay, you can buy the trinkets, the diamonds, the the jewelry, you know, the new car. But again, you know, I'm more like some, you know, I prefer something more from the heart. So there you go. Then March rolls around and your favorite Pisces, moi, was gifted another year of life. So my creator reminded me that on March 6th, before he formed me in the womb, he knew me, and before I was born, he consecrated me. So I rejoiced on that day, for I was glad in it. So uh, in case you didn't realize it, my birthday's March. And sometimes I even forget. You know why? Because after the holidays, um, you know, it's January, then February, you have uh, Valentine's Day, and then March just rolls around so quickly. And I'm looking forward to daylight saving time and... Um, you know, with the, the times changing, I love it because uh, you get more more uh, daylight in the day, you get more accomplished. So I'm so busy and distracted that sometimes I even forget, but um, I'm still thankful. So now we roll into April and I shared that, um, you know, in, in the state of Florida, uh, it's called the Florida's Heartland, which is the area where there's Port LaBelle um, along the Calus, uh, it's Calu. Sahachi, Kalusahachi River, Kalusahachi River. Um, so in that area, close to Belle Glade, um, the Port LaBelle area. So we call that Florida's heartland. There are new construction homes with um, like quarter acre of land um, for sale for in the 200s. Um, in case you aren't aware of it, um, housing prices are ridiculous. Uh, there are some states where you can still you know, get a decent sized home um, for under 200,000, but not in the state of Florida due to the fact that um, during COVID, a lot of New Yorkers relocated here. Uh, a lot of people from California relocated here. And of course, housing, home prices there are uh, trouble times what they are. So when the people came down, it increased our rent, it increased our um, uh, the sale of property. And so um, just pushing out a lot of uh, Floridians. So a lot of people have relocated because they just cannot afford it. 
And so uh, you don't have to leave Florida. There are actual places in Florida where you can still afford um, a nice size home, you know, with land. Um, so yeah, I introduced that. I don't know if anyone took advantage of it, but if you go to www.heartlandnewhomes.com, you would be able to get more information. And sadly, we lost Mr. Harry Belafonte. He had earned his wings during this month. Um, you know, Harry Belafonte, I believe he was raised in New York, but his parents... Um, have some Jamaican heritage. He is one of those uh, Jamaicans that we're very proud of, uh, put us on the map. You know, he's a very uh, prestigious actor. And, um, you know, it was uh, something that was very sad for our, our culture losing him. But, you know, he lived, he lived a long life and he earned his wings. Um, also, King Charles has approved an inquiry on his family's ties to slavery and their connection to the slave trade. Um, that is very significant because if you've ever done the tour of, let's say, just Windsor Castle or Buckingham Palace. Um, I don't. I don't know if Windsor Castle has a tour. I think they do. I don't know. I don't remember. I haven't been there in so long. But definitely did the tour of Buckingham Palace. And if you see the amount of gold and and just wealth, a lot of that, a lot of that doesn't belong to them. It should be returned. So, and um, we all know where they stole it from. <laughs> did I say steal? But yes. Stolen from Africa. Um, so yes, done the tour. It's been um, a good, what, 15 years? So yeah, the memory doesn't serve as it should. However, um, I do plan on returning very, very soon. And um, I'd like, I like doing those tours. Um, you know, maybe I'll sneak some pictures, take some pictures and, um, you know, show y'all. <laughs> anyway, um, so as we roll on to the month of May, there is a sister by the name of Ebony K. Williams who says she would not date a bus driver. Do y'all remember that in the month of May? The internet blew up. It was on fire because Miss Ebony K. Williams came under fire from DJ Envy um, and of course Dr. Umar Johnson. They did not appreciate the fact that she said that she would not date a bus driver. If you saw the episode with her and Yonla Von Sant, I hope I'm saying her name correctly. Um, she just asked her, would you date a bus driver? She said, I would date him if he owned the bus company. Now, she gave her opinion of what an average or mediocre worker is, and folks came after Miss Ebony Kay, um, saying that she was putting down the average person. In my opinion, I don't feel she was putting down the average person. If you're an average person and if you're a regular person, you have a regular job, whether it's nine to five or whatever your hours you work and you have, you know, a median salary, an average salary, you have an average home or you're renting. Some people are happy. They're content because that's all they need in life. There's nothing wrong with that. What she is saying is that, um, that's not good for her. And there's nothing wrong with knowing 
who's compatible for you. When you think about it, Miss Ebony is an attorney. So um, think about someone who's been to law school. Um, think about, you know, taking the L stats to qualify to get into law school. And after that, you have to sit your boards. If you all remember JFK Jr., he sat the boards seven times before he was able to pass um, to get his, to be um, certified as, a, as an attorney, as a lawyer. So it's not an easy feat. There's a, a lot of studying. There's a lot of reading. Um, you know, one question is like in the form of a paragraph. Um, so it's, it's, it's very difficult. I don't know how they do it, how they folk, they stay focused even past, um, the boards, because honestly, I've taken some, um, some boards, I've sat some boards for other licenses. Um, and they, they, they literally get attorneys to write these questions. And by the time you get halfway through some of these questions, you're completely exhausted and you're confused. And so it is a lot. Not only that, she's an author. She's also a TV personality. Um, she's on the Grio. Um, so this is someone who's really, you know, worked hard and pulled herself up by her own bootstraps. I think her mom, just, you know, was a bus driver, if I'm not mistaken, or her father. You know, they were regular and average, but they raised her not to be. They wanted better for her. So for someone who's you know, has like five income streams and more than likely she's traveled and, you know, have rubbed elbows with um, some people that we would never even dream of. It's hard to know what would she have in common with someone who is um, a bus driver? What, what would they converse about? What are they going to you know, converse about at the dinner table. You know, a guy who has like an average job probably takes two to three vacations per year, you know, and he takes a week off or what have you. Now, this woman probably travels, you know, business class, first class, and she travels to, you know, I don't know, Kuwait and, and Qatar. And, you know, maybe she speaks other languages. I don't know, but they're bowing to her and they're catering to her. And what would she actually have in common with someone who's, you know, she probably spent, I don't know, a, a year in, in France where you immerse yourself. So someone who just goes for a visit for a few days or we versus someone who immerses themselves in the culture and the language, um, you know, it's, it's, it's hard. It's, it's going to be very difficult, but as she's saying something wrong with being average or mediocre, it's just not for her. And you know what? It is what it is. She said what she said. So Dr. Umar Johnson and DJ Envy and, you know, Iyanla and whoever, you know, just went after her. That's her opinion. That's her life. So you, y'all will be okay. And, um, also, during that month, I discovered, uh, I do listen to a lot of other podcasts and, um, I was, um, and, and, you know, I read, I, um, some, you know, I'm on the internet. So of course I see things that are just for entertainment purposes. And it was saying that more men are now skipping the gym and they're opting for surgery. So more men are actually getting BBLs. They're getting 360 lipos and they're getting extra skin removal and something called ab etching. So they're getting abs put in their stomach. They're not working hard for it anymore. They're not working out. They're not exercising. They're not eating clean. They're just going under the knife. So, um, you know, we have like the mommy makeovers. Now they have the daddy makeovers. 
hey, whatever flows to your boat, you only have one life to live. If that's what makes you happy, go for it. And in the month of May, we cheers to all the moms, all the stepmoms, the fur baby moms, the moms-to-be, moms who lost their babies, and just women overall who stepped up to be someone's mom. If you, Even if you're not a biological mom, but you stepped up and you play the role of a mom, um, you know, that's Mother's Day in May. So cheers to you. We celebrate um, being a mom on Mother's Day. That's one of the most, maybe the hardest thing in the world because kids don't come with a manual. Every child is different. So you can read all the Dr. Spock books. You can... Uh, listen to all these people who have their um, their online presence and they're telling you how to deal with this and how to deal with that. It might work for their child. It might work for the child that they, you know, if they're a therapist to a child, it might work for them. It's not going to work for every child because remember, a child is just a small person. They have their own thought processes. They have their own individuality. And a lot of their behaviors and characters are innate. No matter how much you try to bend them, you do your best and hope for the best. So also Janelle Monet, that sister says here that the secret to her sexy body is Jamaican food and lots of S-E-X. First and foremost, I'm calling her out on that BS because if you've ever had Jamaican food, that is not the food that keeps your body in shape. Not at all. That lie detector test reveals that is a lie. If you know about the rice and peas, first of all, rice and peas is made with coconut milk. It's rich. It's creamy. You're putting spices in there, some scotch bonnet pepper, a little bit of salt. You got the, your fried plantains and the coconut rundong and the rum cake and the sorrel and the dragon stout ice cream and the grater cakes and the drops. And, and none of that, none of that, don't get it twisted. Jamaican food does not keep you in shape. You have to eat it. You have to work out. You have to eat it in moderation and you have to portion control. So she lied. She lies to us. And, um, the last time I checked, that brings forth babies and that gives you a big belly and it gives you a big behind. It gives you hips. So I don't know what she's talking about, but you know what? Miss Janelle Monet, I have to say, girl, your body is bodying. And I'll just say that you are blessed with great metabolism and great, 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 great genes. <laughs> your, your family has some good genetics, sis. And now we are in the middle of the month of June, which is 2023. This is the most popular month for weddings. Juno is the ancient Roman goddess of marriage and childbirth. So in 2023, we held our breath and prayed for the safe return of the Titan and its occupants. If you all remember, um, I did a podcast on the Titan. The Titan is a submersive um, a submersible that was operated by the owner of Ocean Gate. Um, so it's not a submarine. So there's a difference between a submersive and a difference between a submarine. If you're going down to the bottom of the ocean and you're paying millions of dollars to go down there, I would suggest that you go into a submarine, not a submersible. I don't know how, why this happened. I know that he went down there a couple of times um, yeah, but you know how they say nine lives? He basically, it was enough. Um, 
So in 2023, in June, uh, the Titan, it's a submersible that was operated by the owner of Oceangate. It imploded during an exhibition by uh, Newfoundland, Canada, and the men, they were all billionaires and none of them survived the trek. So um, our, you know, hearts and prayers went out to the family. Um, respectably, respectfully, I just want to say, um, you know, a lot of people had some things, some funny things that they want to say, but just at the end of the day, remember that there are families out there that are mourning the loss of their family members. So, you know, let's just be cognizant and, um, you know, be mindful and respectful. In the month of July, it brought us Hi, Barbie. Hi, Barbie. Hi, Barbie. Everybody was about Barbie. The young girls, the um, young ladies, um, the young women, the middle-aged women, and, like everybody was about Barbie. So um, Ryan Gosling and Margot Robbie had us excited about the new Barbie movie. And uh, Nicki Minaj jumped in and she had a Barbie song. And women were dressed in pink all over the world, wearing blonde wigs and squeezing into their fajas because they wanted that um, hourglass Barbie shape. And, um, yeah, that song, uh, Billie Eilish, I was even humming it, uh, two days ago. She, um, did a song about it. Uh, what was I made for or something like that? Um, it's a really pretty song and, um, you know, Barbie once again, just <laughs> Barbie lives forever for on and on. And, um, I am a, um, I'm, I love Barbies. I played with Barbies. I mean, I needed no other toys when I was a, a young girl. All I needed was Barbies. In fact, still have a Barbie collection. I have my Barbie house. Um, it's not mine. Um, it, a Barbie house that was of, um, my child, but who has since outgrown, but I, for some reason, haven't outgrown Barbie. So I still have the Barbie house. And um, later on, I think I'm just going to start um, getting little Barbie furniture and just like really make it a, a cute, nice little dollhouse. And um, I have some collections of uh, Barbies, like the princesses, the Barbie princesses, Disney Barbie princesses. So I know they'll be worth something later on. So yay, Barbie. Um, yeah, so uh, July, as you know, July was um, a Barbie month, and um, let's see, the U.S. Actors Union, the SAG-AFRA, they went on strike, and um, it's you know right be right before obviously the Barbie movie was shot and you know edited way before then, but then right after the Barbie movie came out, they had the actors um, the SAG anything anyone that was in the SAG-AFRA um, union, I guess, um, they went on strike. So of course it took us a while for us to see any movies and, um, a lot of actors and actresses, they were just, just struggling, but, um, you know, I see some good things for 2024 for them. I predict some really good things. And of course we had the Canadian wildfires. Those wildfires were crazy. They were out of control. Um, that affected the air quality um, in Canada. And of course that seeped from Canada into New York. So, um, you know, that, that affected uh, the United States. 
So yeah, we're gonna, you know, we need to get a handle on those wildfires. And there was wildfires just everywhere, the uh, Hawaii and California. It was just, yeah. And it was so hot that we had states such as Phoenix, Arizona that were in the triple digits, um, like 111. I mean, it was crazy. It was ridiculous. And of course we had uh, floods that occurred, um, you know, just everywhere in different states. So, uh, yeah, summer, summer was, um, summer was lit <laughs> and August was a colossal, powerful, monumental month, um, specifically August 7th. So I'm going to declare that a holiday. I don't know what I'm going to call it yet, but if you recall August 7th, 2023 in Montgomery, Alabama on the riverfront, um, it was a day of F around and find out day. Let's take it back to what happened. So the city-owned um, riverboat, which is called the Harriet II, uh, that riverboat needed to dock in its designated space. However, boaters docked their pantoon boat there. So they little, their little pantoon, um, they put it where uh, the Harriet II is supposed to dock. So the person that was working on the dock told the pantoon boat owner to move his pantoon so that the Harriet too could dock. Well, this privileged pantoon boat guy, boat dude, decides that, uh, hey, I'm not going to listen to you. I can do what I want to do. And he attacked the dock worker. Now, dude was holding it down. Mr. Dock worker was holding it down until he got jumped. And what did he do when he took that cap and he flipped it in the air? That, <laughs> let's see. So uh, there was a tussle and um, his his buddies decided that it was a great idea to jump the, the dock owner. Next thing you know, the dock worker threw his cap in the air and that was a signal for the tribe. And on cue, descending from top, emerging from the waters, appearing from out of every corner of the dock, the dock workers tribe, like an army of Zulu warriors, opened up cans of and jars and buckets and pans of whoop ass uh, of every member of, of the uh the pantoons family i mean everybody was getting whipped um the men were getting whipped the woman was getting whipped did you guys remember the guy that had the chair and he went to work on that lady? <laughs> august 7th oh my god so that whole clan right there just got toe up from the float up it was it was and it was and it still is a day of reckoning and it has become it's become a meme songs have been written about it and uh that day although the media says it was a day that divided us there were more non-black people that stood in solidarity and pointed out that the zulu-like warriors were not wrong in defending the, their co-worker their neighbor their friend because they all knew each other they worked together um, you know, he was from that community. So yeah, they fought with him and they illustrated that we are not going to take it anymore. And um, yeah, that wasn't division. There was a lot of unity there. So it's sad to me because, you know, Andre 3000, who is one of like the greatest rappers ever of Outkast, he says that he has nothing more to rap about. And I think him and Big Boy should collaborate and crank out a hit on the Montgomery Brawl. Call it Montgomery Brawl and just have everybody in there, um, you know, shooting the video and be on the docket. I think that would be super dope. Um 
So in September, we roll down to September, India launches its mission to the sun. I think that's pretty cool. Um, so we celebrate Labor Day in September. And as you know, um, I think Labor Day is supposed to be a day of labor, but we kind of switched it up. And instead of laboring on that day, we rest on that day. So what happens? We go to the beach and we barbecue. We go in the backyard. We get together with friends and family. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of booze and there's a lot of food. And then we eat a lot. We drink a lot and, and eat some more and then drink some more. And, you know, I know for in Florida, if you're going to the beach, you have to get there at like nine o'clock in the morning to get parking. So yeah, it's it's pretty late. <laughs> or if you have a backyard with a swimming pool, okay, you can just forego the beach because that beach that day is just ridiculous. And now uh, summer's over and, and the kids are not home anymore, anymore with their two, three stomachs eating up all the food and leaving the refrigerator open and, and using up the internet and, 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 and yeah. So, uh, <laughs> They're getting ready to go back to school. This signifies the end of summer. Summer, summer, summer time. That's what I use to um to indicate the end of summer when the kids start get ready for back to school. You know, they have uh, no tax week. You got to go back to school shopping and all that. Things have changed. Um, not really, because now you can just sit at home and just order it, order it online. You don't have to be that hustle and bustle. That's one of the good things about technology nowadays. You can just sit home, order off whatever site you go on and have stuff shipped right to your front door. So, all right. So we are now in October. Now fall actually begins like around September, like the 23rd or so around September. However, you don't really feel the effects until about October. That's when, you know, you really feel like it's fall. So all the leaves fall off the trees. It gets very windy and the temperatures start to dip around this time. And, um, you know, this was um, what I used to what I used to remember fall is at the, like around October-ish, end of October, um, Beyonce was wrapping up her concert, right? And you remember uh, initially when her daughter Blue Ivy, 11-year-old Blue Ivy first came out, she was really nervous and you can tell um, that she was just a bunch of nerves. Um, and around this time, around October, when she was really going out almost every night performing, um, she just, you know, she owned it. And, you know, one thing um, I just thought, you know, when people say, oh, she's stiff and she's this and that. First of all, she's 11 years old and she's in front of 70,000 people. Let's just put things into perspective. Like, how would you be performing in front of 70,000? thousand people and she's not an adult she's 11 11 years old so um whatever they want to say oh you know but you know when you watch the step teams and the little drill teams those little girls be breaking it down they're also not performing in front of 70,000 people they're in front of mama they're in front of daddy they're in front of grandmama and the cousins and everybody's breaking it down so they have their you have to remember she's 11 years old and she's in front of 70,000 people that she's never met before in her entire life. So cut her some slack. 
Um, I'm very proud of her. Even if she had fell, even if she had stumbled, the fact that she had the nerve to go out there and do that, because I know I wouldn't do it, uh, but she did it. So I am so proud of her. This was a significant act for me. And when you think about, you know, her dancing along with uh, her mother, Beyonce, uh, it just turned me into an admirer of her. I'm not a big, huge Beyonce fan. I like some of her songs. Um, but, you know, her daughter, you know, wrapping up the tour, uh, Blue, you know, obviously you could tell she was stiff and awkward in the beginning. And uh, I just admire her courage and her tenacity. And, um, you know, I, she went up on that stage at the end of around this time and she left no crumbs. She ate, she just ate and she left no crumbs. So I'm really proud of her. And, um, reason why I bring this up, there are some things that, you know, I really need to accomplish and, um, you know, I'm procrastinating and everything like that. But when I see an 11 year old who just goes every night and just gives it all, um, whether people like it, they hate it, they say negative things. Um, she just kind of like pivots and just does what she needs to do. So that gives me a lot of inspiration and um, to get done some things that I um, procrastinate and I have a lot of anxiety to get done. Just do it. Do it scared. Just do it as long as you do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? November. So I call this a prelude to Christmas. Um, so my tradition is I get the tree decorated. The tree goes up in November. Um, if it were up to me, it would go up October. I could just leave my tree um, up all year round. I have several trees, by the way. Um, so it's a, you know it's Thanksgiving, and um, it to me it's a prelude to Christmas. I do celebrate Thanksgiving, um, but my holiday is really um, Christmas, and Christmas starts for me the beginning of December, and it ends. February. So, um, <laughs> so while planning Thanksgiving menus, Thanksgiving seating, you know, who buys the food and who cooks, because this is not the time for inexperienced cooks to try to make something. This month is significant due to the fact that as of uh, November 20th, all the way to January, um, to January 14th, uh, I'm sorry, all the way to January, there are 14 religious holidays. So, you know, we got to keep in mind that this is the month where it begins. So when people say, you know, happy holidays, um, and they don't say to you, oh, Merry Christmas or Happy New Year, and they tell you happy holidays, it's because um, we're a melting pot. And there's so many people that celebrate so many things. I know people are like, they look like me and they're like, I don't celebrate Christmas. I celebrate Kwanzaa. How do you know? You don't know. So happy holidays just covers everything. It's uh, It'll cover all that you need to say and just wishing them a uh, happy holiday. So don't be offended. Just happy holidays. That's all it means. Um, so now we're in the month of December. This is the month that I like to just slow down and reflect upon the year. Um, so this is a time where, you know, we give, uh, this is a time where we lend aid, we serve, we worship. And this time is, you know, it's not always joyous for everyone. Um, some people have lost loved ones and this time of the year, it's very sad and it's very lonely for them. And the way we, um, the economy is now, people can barely afford to shop for extravagant gifts. Um, one approach to reducing the commercialism, commercialism of uh, Christmas and maintaining its Christ-centered focus is by um, incorporating 
um, some dedicated time to read and reflect upon the Chris the Christmas story as described in the book of Luke. So, um, you know, I've had people say to me that Christmas doesn't feel the same anymore. Well, keep it Christ-like, keep it centered on Christ and um, it'll you know, it'll feel like Christmas. So if you open up the Bible or go on, you know, to your phone or go online to your laptop or what have you, uh, just read the book of Luke and, you know, just consider engaging um, in this activity with your family or, you know, reading, um, reading it together and fostering meaningful discussions around it. And by prioritizing the Christian the Christmas story, we can uh, reinforce the significance of Christ's birth and ensure that it remains at the heart of our celebrations. Um, so if you have any holiday traditions, go ahead and jot them down below. Uh, holiday traditions are uh, great, are, you know, they greatly depend upon the culture and your personal preferences. Some people decorate. Um, many people enjoy decorating their homes with lights and ornaments and festive decorations during the holiday season. So, um, you know, that's one of them. Gift giving. Some people, uh, they exchange gifts. It's a popular tradition during the holidays, such as Christmas and Hanukkah and Kwanzaa. Um, so, um, although, you know, like I said, a lot of people now don't have um, money to spend and get extravagant gifts. You really don't have to. It's actually the thought that counts. Uh, gift giving is a way to show appreciation and love for family and friends. So, uh, Also, family gather gatherings. Um, holidays often bring families together for special, um, you know, to feel special and to have quality time. That's the best thing when you get together for the holidays. It's the quality times. It's the memories. Um, you know, I've, I've seen so many family members. I, there's, there's a family member also that I was like really close to, but I hadn't seen that person in literally about 15, 15, 16 years. And would you believe that they forgot me? <laughs> and it was so weird because we were exchanging numbers and my number popped up in their phone. And I was like, you don't remember us hanging out? I mean, you know, but anyway, um, I connected with a lot of family members and then connected other family members with a lot of other family members. People haven't seen each other for like 30, 40 years. And, um, you know, I, one of my aunt called me, she was just like, God, so-and-so called me. You're connecting me with people that I have not seen or heard from in like 30, 40 years. I'm like, this is sad. Like, this is why we don't feel the same way. We've lost our family connections and, you know, we've made a vow that we're going to keep those, um, those chambers connected. We're going to, you know, keep the lines connected and do better and, and make a better effort. And so, um, I, it's, it's, it's cool. It's cool. So I think I was instrumental in bringing some, some family together and they were very happy. So, you know, the, 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 the family gatherings and the connections, um, it's just, it creates long lasting memories. And that's, that's pretty much at the end of the day, that's what you have. You know, some people attend religious ceremonies, listening to holiday music or watching holiday movies. These are all some common, um, you know, um, things to do around the holidays and it makes your house festive. It makes your environment festive. And that's what I do. I play a lot of holiday, um, music. Um, I like to get together with people. Um, it's, you know, it creates an environment where you really, um, 
discover the meaning of Christmas and keep it Christ-centered. Um, some people volunteer. Uh, a lot of a lot of people I didn't get to see because they cook for the homeless and uh, they go out and they serve. Um, you know, and some people uh, had they were hosting families. It's just it's just a holiday by you know giving back to communities uh, through volunteering or you can do charitable activities. This is what Christmas is about. So um, you know these are only a few examples of holiday traditions that can vary widely depending on your culture, your religion, and your personal background. No matter what you do, you know uh, just make your holiday season memorable. Remember to keep it about love, unity, and Thanksgiving. And, um, you know, I just want to share a little holiday video um, of a little peek into what I do during this time to keep things festive and savor the feelings of Christmas. I want you all to have a happy holiday, everyone. A blessed new year to when it comes. My loyal family, the Supernova Tosha Show podcast can be heard on apps such as Spotify, Pandora, TuneIn, or iHeartRadio. If you have a newer device, you might be able to get it on Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, the goal is to be on the 10 best podcasts to listen to list. So please share, subscribe to my YouTube channel, and spread the word. I am so grateful for your time. I do want to thank you for being so attentive, and I appreciate your presence. Be careful, be safe, walk good, and peace be still. Thank you.